This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lindell Report. Um, I wanted to get on uh, tonight. I was going to be leaving, but I, I tried to stick around uh, for the show because we have a lot of breaking news that uh, Brandon just told me about uh, from from last night. And uh, also, uh, I remember, we have the wireless monitoring devices all over the place. And uh, um, Brandon, we had a great night. Um, I want to tell you about that. Uh, we had everybody, just so everybody knows, we gathered... All the oops, hold on here. I got got the device going on. So it just detected I turned on an internet there, Brandon. There you go. Turned, there you <laughs> go. Turned on another device. Um, okay. Well, uh, anyway, everybody, um, we wanted to get on and tell you all about last night. But uh, one of the things I want to say is we are not going to put out uh, specific places and uh, specific. Uh, data of all these devices that were online all these are i mean all these uh um voting machines polling books pre um uh routers uh, um printers you name it okay uh one of the ones we showed last night was virginia all i can say is for virginia it was disgusting um there was more manipulation in virginia they couldn't even, they're still they're still going through the stuff brandon um and uh it was and it showed everybody, and we had all kinds of reports out of Virginia. I could name a couple others: Kentucky, um, you know, uh, Kentucky, and and then Pennsylvania. How about Pennsylvania? <laughs> but I want to tell everybody that, that what we're we're going to go through, what we're going to do with all this information. And uh, but first, I want to tell Brandon, you had a couple breaking news. Yeah. Uh, you were telling me as I've I've been busy all day, everybody. I just got on here. Um, I'm packed up, ready to head to another another state right now. And uh, um, but, Brandon, what do we? Uh, um, we've what got, do you got? Uh, we've got multiple sources tonight. I could choose from. I'll choose this one. Voting machine company that flipped votes in Pennsylvania admits someone programmed the election. And uh, okay, we... okay, hold on. Wait, right there. It wasn't someone. I heard that ESNS admitted they did it. Yep, we come down here to the bottom and we find ourselves a little video. And here we go. Senior Vice President of Customer Operations of Election Systems and Software, the company responsible for Pennsylvania votes flipping, says, quote, it was a human error. Someone from our team programmed the election. Let's listen in their own words. That's been brought to my attention. But yes, I believe. Well, like I said, it was a human error based on, you know, someone from our team that programmed the election and they Wait a minute, what? error based on, you know, someone from our team that programmed the election and they made a mistake putting the, the printed text on the card as compared to the, the vote screen because the retention is a lot of text to it. It's got to be abbreviated on the printed card. So someone on our team inadvertently uh, put the yeah. wrong name. 
Right. Well, there you well, go. Brandon, Brad, let, let me let's frame that everybody for everybody. So this is the SNS. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska. Remember, they're the biggest machine voting machine company in the United States. It's not Dominion, not Smartmatic, not Hart. ESNS out of Omaha, Nebraska, who actually broke antitrust laws a, a, a while back uh, and had to sell Diabol to Dominion to get under the threshold of having monopolies um, or having a monopoly. Let me tell you. So let's take that and uh, let's just say, okay, it was human error. I thought these things weren't pre-programmed, Brandon. I thought they weren't on the internet. So you got all this stuff on the internet, people programming them with their computers. Now, everybody, I want this is the same excuse they use down in Georgia where the lady got 4,600 votes and she wasn't on the ballot. You remember that one, Brandon? Yes. Now, everybody, this Democrat got 4,600 votes, a race against two other Democrats, okay? And... When they brought in, I, I think Rassenberg even got involved in that one, uh, the Secretary of State, um, at least I think he put out a statement, not sure, fact check me, Alan Duke, I don't care. Um, so anyway, you have this lady get these 4,600 um, votes and she wasn't on the ballot. Well, she had dropped out of the race two months prior. Now, they also called that all of her votes, everybody, came from this candidate here, all of them came from this person so that this other person won. Well, when they took, extrapolated her votes, gave them back, that the real right, rightful winner won. Now, let me tell you this. Okay. They called it, they also called that a programming error. By the way, that was Dominion machines down there, not ESNS. Let's get the, let's get the, the machines right here. They're all the same. They're all just, uh, you know, whatever you want to say about them. Well, anyway. Um, they all melt down the same, Brandon. They all melt down the same. And beautiful little prison bars, okay? So anyway, this machine down there, they called it a programming year. But let's take the Georgia one. They actually had to type in the lady's name to, pull, to have her name there inside the computer program to pull them all from the one guy, the one candidate, all of them, okay? Not from other candidates because it's, it's pre-programmed. And they even said, it was a programming error. Well, that a programming error, you had to physically type her name in. That sounds pretty illegal to me. We already said who the winner's going to be. You know, that's what we're talking about, everybody. These people are selecting our elections. They're selecting the winners. The, it's all preset. It's disgusting in many, 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 many places. And we, uh, and when we had Jeff O'Donnell on last night, um, and up to that point, I think it was around 9 o'clock Central Time, he had not found one polling place out there where the machines were not online, Brandon. We had to tell him about Dallas. Was it Dallas that put yes. out the report? Yes. You guys, Dallas put out a report last night. Here it is. That there, Yeah, here it is. Let's check this out. Let me pull it up here. It was last night. Uh, let's see. Here we go. We put up so many new articles today. Let me find it real quick. Did yeah, you, you guys, while he's looking for that, everybody, get the Frank Social app. Here we go. And Or if you're on Frank Speech, you just click over to Frank Social and check out the election, real-time election crime stream where all of the vetted uh, people are putting up all these uh, all these anomalies. Hey, here's, the, here's Dallas. Dallas County polling books 
down on election day. Now, now, if you pull it up, it says that they were offline. Yep, the electronic polling books reportedly went offline at multiple polling sites around the Dallas County on Tuesday. Dallas Republican Party Chair Jennifer Stoddard Hajdu spoke with the Dallas Express about the incident, noting that election workers have been unable to check in voters. She said this issue allows for the possibility of voters submitting their ballots at multiple sites throughout the county, claiming that 26 poll books were affected, some of which have been offline all day. Uh, and and they, let's think about this, everybody. Does this tell you these things are all online? I mean, they're just telling you right there, you know, Brandon, I maybe they took them offline uh, because they knew we were going to have people there monitoring to see if they went online. I don't know. But uh, so you guys, you see two right there. I'm going to talk about this. So you have machines there that were offline. Now you have this thing that happened. You know, we had caught them all over the rest of the country. But you had uh, in Pennsylvania, um, um, with what, what did we have in Pennsylvania again? I'm going to get, we, up, get in Pennsylvania. Lines. We had votes being flipped in the Supreme oh, yeah, Court yeah, case, yeah. the retention right. of the so, Supreme Court. Right. So they're so they're saying and that that's what ESNS said was a mistake. It was a programming error, everybody. Now I've heard this back in the primary um, of 2022. Or not the primary. It was the midterm, the actual election. All over Kansas, they were flipping votes from Democrats to Republicans. The machines were doing this. Now they called it in the. If you were in Kansas that day, that and you went into these places, the the people in the polling stations, or I mean, in the uh, yeah, in the voting stations, they would tell people, "Oh, don't worry, your vote is still a." We had a uh, former CIA guy. Sorry, bleed over. Uh, Keep going. Okay, but this was a. Um, uh, but they, they said there, too, it was a programming year. My point being, everybody, is this. Let's just say that they're saying these machines, it was, it was human error. It was human error on the programming program. Why are we programming these computers to go online and do these <laughs> things they're doing? I don't care if, they, if it was a human error or not. When you make a when you make a uh, or a programming error, I'm sorry, not a human. They she called it a human error. It's a computer error. It was programmed. Okay, so now think of this: when you use a computer, everybody, or you use a machine, when those things are programmed to do whatever they set them to do, out of that can affect um, ten millions of votes or millions of votes. Um, looking uh, looking down in uh, Carrie Lake's case uh, or in. Uh, when she ran in 2022, 242 voting machines were sh set to shut down and not take ballots, not take 20-inch ballots or whatever it was, put the ballot in the box. These were, these were pre-programmed to do these things. And so I'm saying to everyone, let's say it was a machine malfunction, that nobody had um, intentions of uh, fraudulent intentions. Well, do you really want to take the chance in any election, using a computer where one mistake can be millions upon millions of votes, or and and if you had sure you're going to have cheating and you know in any elections we, whether you have paper or not, but when you have paper, do you know what you have to do to get everybody on board? Hey, let's go, let's run over into uh, the next state here and vote for Biden. Um, Instead, you know, 4,000 people jumping across the border where you can just take one button and go ding, ding, 
And this is what's happened. And it, it showed up again. You guys, there's so many things that happened last night and yesterday. Uh, these are just the ones that came out very glaring in the public eye. And, and to the point where a machine company had to admit they pre-programmed it wrong. You said our elections wrong, Brandon. They, you know, but then you have places that don't make sense when you got um, Kentucky, where all the Republicans want to, yep. except for the governor. I mean, you guys, you can't explain this. Well, you know what? I'm going to vote all all red, except for for this Democrat governor. It, you guys, it doesn't make sense. Secretary of State and the Attorney General won by what, 16, 17 percent? Yeah, and you and look yeah. at this. Here's here's a we we talked about this last night, but here's a new article. Kentucky's governor race is raising eyebrows on the right as reporters. Reports of gas leaks and improbable election totals have triggered flashbacks to the 2020 election. On Tuesday, of reports of gas leaks at a polling place that extended vote counting hours had many armchair observers wondering if this was a repeat of the infamous State Farm Arena incident in 2020 when a water leak was reported in the early hours of Election Day. But the Democratic faithful were quick to fire back that there was no basis to believe that the gas leak had anything to do with the Democratic incumbent. And it went on from there. Here's what here's what's interesting, though. There are lots of pundits explaining why the GOP didn't win the Kentucky governorship, but none of them make sense to me. How did the GOP attorney general receive 125,000 more votes than the GOP governor candidate? Why did 57,000 fewer people vote for the governor than the attorney general? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it? Um, and uh, it, well, here's the sense, you guys. It was pre-programmed. These machines were online. They were online all over Kentucky. Um, and uh, like I said, we're not going to get specific. Do you know why, Brent? Let me tell everyone right now why we're not going to get to specifics. I know maybe everybody was going, we want to know what counties were online. No, we're not going to put that out there. And here's why. I'm going to tell everybody right now what the plan is. All these clerks that are out there that are so brave to have, to have monitored their elections and say, wow, they're caught. These machines came online. They know there was, you know, whatever went on, we don't know. You know, we don't know that part yet. We got you get that with Casco records and other things. But we will tell you this, everybody. We are now using all the data from yesterday. And we now, with my team, we went the Cause of America and these other great teams from around the country. We now are gonna go back. And it's not gonna be till probably early January, Brandon because we're all gonna do it at once, okay? You're gonna have all 3,000 some counties uh, be approached by with this new plan and going, hey, look at this. In light of this evidence, they're all online. And, and, and each county is gonna be different too. Every county, so like if you were in Kentucky there, now you would have that going, explain this. Let's say it's a county where, we'll dig right down to the county level and find out what really happened in Kentucky because it doesn't make sense. It's a big lie. It's fraud. It's criminal. Okay. So we would do to dig down to the county level. Our teams will approach those, those officials that run the elections and say, Hey, we need to go. These machines gone in light of this, in light of what happened here in this County, in this state, we want these machines gone. We want, we want paper ballots hand counted. And it's going to be a lot easier this time around. But everything that was gathered yesterday, you guys, it's going to be so easy, to, uh, uh, not so easy, but a lot easier for these counties to say yes. I also have news. Um, 
we have um, six more counties in the country that have committed to going machine free, Brandon, uh, paper ballots and counted. Um, one of them, uh, one of them uh, we found about yesterday and I don't, uh, I don't even want to put them out there on the news, even though they were pretty open about it. And uh, I think we talked to uh, um, one of our people we on last night. I don't even want to say that because I don't want people, the bad reporters out there to bat, to backtrack and start attacking these counties. These counties, you know, why would any county want to have these machines? It would be like having, let's say that you have cars. You have all the cars in your county have um, glitches. They have problems with their engines or problem with their steering. Would you say, and all the car companies say, oh, no, no, no. You don't get to look under the hood and check it out. you got to trust us. We're, you know, we have special proprietary stuff under that hood. Yeah, it's called an engine. We want to see it. What's going on here? We want to see what's under here because the cars keep taking rights and running into trees. Well, you know what we do with Brandon? They call that a recall, don't they? And, you, and everybody checks into it to find the problem, right? Right. And that and that's what hasn't been done, everybody. And But that's what's going to have to be done county by county at the county level. Now, let, now let, um. Um, and, I, and we've got some really good news, too. When you talk about people that fight on the ground and they're out there and the people that never gave up, that have this courage, um, this is what it's manifesting to. It's going to be this great plan going forward. You all need to get educated on it. We need to fund it. It's at lindellplan.com. Call that number, 800-598-6747. You guys, we need to raise money. Now we're gonna do. We're gonna go to all three thousand one hundred and some counties. A lot of them are already. It's well over a hundred now that are going to paper ballots, hand counted. But we're not gonna put that out there. The names out there. We I guess, Brandon. Once it crosses a threshold, you know, let's say we get. Um, I don't know. Maybe we. Maybe I'll put the number out there. We get up to five hundred or so. Then we could probably throw the names out there and say, there. Now do you see? Everybody wants this, and then the other ones would come. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, we're going to do a little bit different this time because of what they did to counties like Claiborne County, Arkansas, Shasta County, California. These brave people that were there, and they just attacked. Or how about uh, Casper Records when uh, everybody went out to get them at once, but 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 the one that went out there really early uh, in um, Missouri, <laughs> she gets sued. As an as an individual uh, person, by uh, I think his name was Shane Scholler. Green Green horrible, County, horrible, in Green County. Horrible, horrible, horrible person that did this and uh, uh, went went after her, sued this citizen under the, because she went under the Freedom of Information Act, at, asked for something that she's entitled to. Um, so and you know what? The courts are going to start. They're going to start listening. Everybody, they're going to. When I say, listen, they're truly, rather than kick things out for standing and sanction people just for asking, you're going to see good rulings come down, and not just by our courts, also by uh, our government, our legislation and stuff, the people that the people put into place. Brandon, which brings up a point. Tell me what happened in my home state of Minnesota. In your home I mean, state of Minnesota. A, you told, Brandon told me this an hour ago, guys, and I'm going, what? That is great news. Here it is. Minnesota Supreme Court blocks bid to remove Trump from the primary ballot in 14th Amendment challenge. The article states the Minnesota Supreme Court on Wednesday rejected an attempt to block Donald Trump 
from the state's GOP primary ballot next year based on the 14th Amendment's insurrection clause, but said that challengers can try again to block him from the general election ballot if the former president wins the Republican nomination. So it's a win for now. We'll have to keep following this one. Right. And you know what, everybody, this sets up, I think it sets a precedent. So you got all these um, horrible states that are doing this, like Colorado, I believe they're another one. But I think Minnesota is the first one to rule now that uh, you can't do that. Right. 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 So now here's something, you know, we talk a lot about Fox. This is brand new, Mike. Uh, Let's roll it. Let's get your response. I don't know. I don't know how Jesse Waters got this past the screeners or if he did or if he's going to be in trouble. But, uh, you know, I've been screaming and hollering about the CIA and my concern because Congressman Posey down in Florida wrote a letter December 10th, 2020 to the CIA director and the CIA inspector general saying there needs to be an investigation. This is what he said in his letter. We've have it. We've shown it on the screen. There needs to be an investigation between the machine companies and the CIA. And of course, we know that Jesse Helms back, wow. in the, back in the 80s, Jesse Helms, 19, I think it was May of 84, is in the Washington Times uh, saying, look, the CIA was using computers down in uh, South America to help a communist win an election. And Jesse Helms was screaming about the CIA's involvement. We actually have the right. former CIA director, James Woolsey, on with, um, I can't remember if it's Megyn Kelly or who he's with, but he said a few years ago, we could grab the clip and play it, but former CIA director James Colmey uh, uh, excuse me, James Woolsey uh, hinted at the CIA having fooled around in elections overseas. Now, with all that, I don't know how this, you know, is going to play well, out well, for Jesse. Well, so, but hold it, let's add one more thing under there, everybody. Dennis Montgomery worked for the CIA for years, making hammer scorecard to steal elections in other countries. And he's went completely, completely, I uh, did all his depositions. He just finished them. We turned in his evidence to the, the machine companies and the courts. So, and many, um, many experts would say, many historical experts would say that the CIA was compromised by the communist almost since its beginning. It's very founding and has been way too friendly to the CCP, to China. So maybe the CIA was working in concert with the CCP. But here is what Jesse Waters had to say. It's kind of shocking. We had a former CIA guy come on primetime the other day, and he said the CIA makes money on the side with drug trafficking. It's like a side hustle because their funding isn't big enough. So they do some, you know, black ops in order to boost their budget and hide it from congressional oversight Mm -hmm. and then use it for dirty stuff. So that's what they're doing with the drug trafficking. And one of the reasons, one of many reasons Donald Trump was defeated was because the CIA had had it with this guy because he was threatening the cash flow, that and the China tariffs, uh, among many other things. So when you threaten the donor money and you threaten the Democrat voters and you threaten the CIA cash flow, it's a problem. Joe Biden is such an agreeable, empty suit. He's just letting it all happen. Wait, you're saying the CIA is funding itself by the drug trade? Yeah, they take a cut. That's what the former CIA guy told me. And by the way, by the way, we have the Sinaloa Network, which we know the Sinaloa Network, according to many, many mainstream liberal publications, the Mexican drug cartel Sinaloa Network gets its precursory drugs to make fentanyl from China. And we also know it is a matter of documented fact from mainstream publications that our government took out some of the Sinaloa Network's competition in America. Now, why would they do that? 
right, right. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you this, when you talk to CIA, if people had to ask me, Mike, if you could put your foot on who's behind a lot of this, the CIA is one of my, that come up, it's one of my, one of my five. I said, deep state globalists, um, China, the Uniparty, and the CIA. And why can I say that? I can almost personally say that, Brandon, because I had people in the CIA attack me personally before the cyber symposium and during the cyber symposium, after the cyber symposium. And uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't need to name their names, but there were so, I'll bet you there were so many people working for the CIA in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the cyber symposium. You, if everybody had to take out their wallets, it would have been disgusting. Um, you got planes flying overhead, back and forth, monitoring every device in the place. You know, they were worried for six months telling me, don't, Mike, don't talk to um, you. You're bringing out Dennis Montgomery. You, you know, he's this, he's that, talking about Dennis Montgomery. I go, whoever said anything about Dennis Montgomery? Isn't it weird that the Washington Post and stuff, they bring this up? The Washington Post, to me, is the CIA's hand. The, the CIA's there are, hand. That, there are so many people that have said that for so many years. So well, it's I'll not take, like you're yeah. saying something that people should scoff at. Many, many people well, on the opposite side of the political aisle have been saying that. Yes. Well, let me let me tell you about the Washington Post. Uh, we go back a ways too, but they have they have been the worst attackers. And what they do, they like even when I came out with the Saratovir or whatever, it was the Washington Post that did that article. The Washington Post always shows up when they talk about the Zeidman, the five million dollar challenge. All of a sudden, the Washington Post is there, and the Washington Post says my, the Washington Post member came out with an article that said I was not attacked in South Dakota, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the second night of the symposium when I was attacked by an uh, by a by the elevator by three guys, and we had a picture of the guy. Okay, we had his picture. Okay, well, I'm returning into the police and everything, and the. Washington Post comes out with an article that Friday and said, Mike Lindell did not get attacked. It's all, blah. you know, they, they're basically calling me a liar of getting attacked. So then I go back to the Sioux Falls Police Department. And I say, what are you guys doing for this investigation? Well, they say, did you really get attacked? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going, yeah. Well, then can we put the guy's picture out there? They're being all sarcastic. I said, of course you can. Brandon, nothing ever happened with that. How do you have a guy's picture? You reported, as I, we report being attacked with witnesses and witnesses. They got his picture and you put it out. It should have been all over the news and uh, they and they just buried it. They buried it, right? Yeah. But I, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'll, and I'll tell you another story. You guys, this is pretty interesting about the Washington Post, okay? Um, and this is a little, uh, now I'm going to go down a little rabbit hole here. This is going to be, be historical, everybody. So back in the day, when I, uh, you know, I invented my pillow 20 years ago, I quit crack cocaine and everything by the grace of God on January 16, 2009. I know there's something wrong with my, there it is. Um, 2009, everybody. And, um, and the next couple of years I spent just doing home shows and fairs like I had been doing. Well, then I said, you know what, let's do a newspaper article. So we end up I ended up doing an article and I wrote it myself, just me holding a pillow. And I put, you know, something about the pillow, how did it help me? And I put, God bless Mike Lindell. Okay. Nobody knew who I was then. And so I put this ad in uh, all these papers and uh, 
they're called remnant ads, so they can drop it any time you give them money. And they, and I didn't have much money, but I did. Oh, like the New York Times, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, all these big papers. First one I tried was the Boston Globe, and you know what we paid for the ad. We did like four or five times. It was awesome. So I just pushed the money back in. But Brandon, I got a thing from the Washington Post, and it said. I'm sorry, we're not going to take this ad unless you take out God bless. You have to take the word God bless out of there. I said, and I needed the money. I said, wrong. I'm not taking the word God bless out of there. Well, then money, you know, evil is greedy and they wanted money and they see me. All of a sudden these ads start dropping all across the country. USA Today, New York Times, every newspaper in the country. I just kept dropping these ads because that was it was amazing. You know, like I said, and they all say, God bless at the end. And it's just me holding a pillow. And uh, all of a sudden, the Washington Post calls back. Yeah, we'll let you use that God bless thing. I said, oh, really? No, you're not. You don't. Uh, I'm not taking you because at that time, they had advertising written all the way around this thing. And it was so gaudy, people wouldn't even read it. And I said, you know, the other the other newspapers don't have these big lines around there and Bright things advertised. Said, I said, I want those lines removed. And they says, Well, we can't do that. I said, Well, you told me you couldn't use God bless, and now you're going to use that. So anyway, we went back and forth a few times, everybody. And he took out all the lines, and there's this little tiny thing advertising below, and you, you know, so you're reading, and it looks like an article, and it, and it and it worked. Now they so they put that out there. So you know what I did is I called in all the other newspapers and said, Hey. How come you got these lines around here that with this gaudy advertising? I don't have to have this at the Washington Post. So they went and they followed suit and took down all the lines. So when you're reading a paper nowadays, Brandon, have you ever read a paper and you go, oh, that's a newspaper article? I mean, or that's not an article. That's an advertisement. Have you ever right. done that? Yep, yep, yep. Well, you can blame that on me in 2010 <laughs> when I did that. <laughs> because uh, you would know it was, you know. I wanted to make it like a human interest story ad, you know, just an advertorial. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I got all those lines removed and uh, uh, all because the Washington Post would not let me say God bless in that article. Another thing about God on there, the Minneapolis Star and Tribune in Minnesota, when we, another horrible publication, horrible, horrible newspaper. Um, and uh, did I say horrible, Brandon? Yes, horrible you did. Horrible newspaper. You did. Okay. Most newspapers are really owned by very, very terrible, terrible, um, I call it journalists, I just call it pure evil. Um, so anyway, this paper, who always had my back, you know, there are Mike Linnell, how many people, you know, they'd write articles about me and so on. Well, I was their biggest advertiser because we were doing full page ads. And one of them, I put my story in there when I came to, when I came to, uh, was born again when I was saved on February 18, 2017, everybody. Um, two months after that, I was at U.S. Bank Stadium, and I ended up, a guy that couldn't talk in front of crowd, ended up leading 50-some thousand people in prayer. We had pillows there. It was a big Christian event, and we had given out pillows to everyone, 50,000 pillows for this Christian event. They had singers and, and speakers, or I mean, and uh, pastors and all this. And, and here I am leading them all in prayer. Well, then, so we did an article like that where they were so used to seeing articles about, 
you know, are not articles, but ads for my pillow and all these products. So we would tell stories when I invented it and it was very interesting. Well, this story showed a picture of the of me leading him in prayer, and the whole article was about getting saved by Jesus Christ, or by you know, and giving your life to him. And well, they have people that's gotta go through all the way through where they, you know, where you edit, you know, where they say, no, you can't run this or you can run this. Well, it missed three different levels because you cannot do an ad or an article with Jesus in there. And, 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 uh, but it made it through and it was all over, all we had all over the place and they called us up and it was their fault, right? That they let it clear. You will never even present something like that to us again. How dare you? And I said, well, what'd you run it for? Well, that was our mistake. But don't you even ever present anything and use his name in, a, in an article? Is that bizarre or what? You know? Absolutely. You know, but anyway, they are uh, they, uh, just a couple. I don't know where I got sidetracked there. But the Washington Post, just an evil, evil, evil entity. Uh, they're tied to the CIA 100%. I mean, uh, every time something happens to me out there that you really – you are right over target, and they want to destroy you. It always starts with the Washington Post, everybody. The Washington Post, and uh, and all these guys calling me up from the CIA, going, yeah, you know, don't, um, you know, t- um, don't do anything. We don't present Dennis Montgomery stuff. I never said I had Dennis Montgomery stuff, but isn't it funny? Dennis Montgomery worked for him, and and invented this thing. I guess I wouldn't want it out there either if I was them. Would you, Brandon? No, right. You know, give me a break. But uh, anyway, everybody. Um, you want to take some calls? Yeah, let's take some calls. Um, that's great news on Minnesota Supreme Court, yes. everybody. Yeah. That they, you know, what a, I, I, you know, people in Minnesota, I'm going to tell everybody, you know, you get that Frank Social app and you go to your cause of America, whatever state you're in. People asked me just the other day, what's the, what state do you think you have the least progress in? And what do you think I answered, Brandon? What did you say? What do you think? Minnesota, everybody. It was Minnesota. Of all the states, people would say, well, maybe it's Oregon. No, Oregon, there are fighters out there. At our event this summer, we had more people from Oregon than any other state. There are things that are getting done in every state, everybody, to get us to this great finish line we're going to get to and secure our election. But Minnesota, the, I couldn't find any like promising um, steps forward until today. They're leading the way. By doing that, tell them, Brandon, tell them just what you said it again. I think it's worth a, worth of a repeat here. Tell them again what the Supreme Court in Minnesota Minnesota Supreme Court has ruled that Donald Trump cannot be removed from the primary ballot coming up. Uh, absolutely, you guys. Now, that is all these other states that are thinking about it. If, and here's the power of that, Brandon. If Minnesota ruled he can stay on the ballot, <laughs> every, every other state's going to go, okay, I guess he's going to stay on the ballot. Because we, we are more, uh, you know, I'm sure other states would argue about our horrible uh, government running and, Minnesota and, right and now. And here's what Donald Trump has just said about it. Ridiculous 14th Amendment lawsuit just thrown out by Minnesota Supreme Court. Quote, without merit, unconstitutional, end quote. Congratulations to all who fought this hoax. Right. Well, I have to everybody get on there and retruth that, everybody. I'll be doing it right when I get done with the show. Um, you know, and... Uh, by the way, everybody, the um, um, he's right now doing a, a rally down in, uh, I believe it's Miami right now. He's in Florida. That's exactly right. Uh, 
Or he's in Florida. I'm not sure where in Florida, but uh, he is in. I, have... uh, I don't know how you say it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. H i h i a l e a h. Florida. Okay. Okay. I knew he was somewhere down there because I had people asking me, uh, "Where are you? Where are you, Mike?" You know, and uh, you guys, I'll tell you what. For me to sacrifice, I love doing the rallies. I love getting the word out with all the media that's there. The terrible. I got them all in one place. They're like a captive audience, brand. They can attack me all at once. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's why I love going to them. I go. I go right up in the media in the mm -hmm. risers and. All right, who wants an interview, you guys, you <laughs> horrible, horrible uh, news outlets? Mm. You know, but but I'll tell you one news outlet you never find there is Fox News. Isn't that something? You know, isn't that something? Yeah, isn't that something? So anyway, but anyway, so right, hopefully we'll get through. I got we've got to get these election platforms secure. Get the plan well on the way. It's well on the way now with everything we got yesterday. So hopefully I can be back to doing rallies. So with our great real president, Donald Trump. All right, folks, 901-316-8404. Um, yeah, Let me know when you got the first call, 901-316-8404-901. Uh, someone just texted me, said I said the name of Florida correctly. Well, that's, that's well, wow. Uh, what, you, what, all that, that, that town name you just yeah, said? Yeah, someone said, texted me, said I said it correctly. Now, Hi, I've watched you. I've watched you. I watched you mispronounce so many people's names, so let's we'll say you're even now. I know that's why I'm. I'm, that's why I'm oh, kind of. Oh, your name! Oh, wait, your name is Denise. I thought it was Dennis. You know? Wait a minute. What was what was that one person's name that night that uh, Jimmy Kimmel started playing? We were uh, Ursula. We we couldn't get Ursula, Ursula right. Oh Remember that? man, yeah, that was. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well there another you go. Hor another horrible reporter, by the way, everybody. Yeah. Ursula. So anyway, it's Hialeah. Florida in 901-316-8404-901-316-8404. And while we're waiting, everybody, go donate, um, go to the lindellplan.com. You guys, we have the best plan. And yesterday was the biggest success we could ever ask for. I want to do a shout out to all of you brave co co people in charge of your election, you brave clerks out there around our country. I, that's a shout out. And all you people on the ground that made it all possible, um, Brandon, it was just all the information we have now. And now I'm doing a, you know, now you guys, we, they we're not done. That's just, that was just the beginning. Now we got to take all that, bring it over the election crime bureau. We've got to cipher through it. And now we've got to get basically a sales pitch for 3,143 counties. Mm. Brandon, do you know how much, think of each county. And now we got to take all we know about everything over the last three years, put it on a big gift wrap it for the county official and say, here, Here's what we have, and we want those machines gone. Absolutely. Gone. 901-316-8404. Uh, let's go to our first caller. Uh, let's go to Barry in Georgia, line one. Hi, Barry. Thanks for calling in, Barry. Hey, guys. Um, since they're going to try to take him off the ballot, maybe we ought to start putting, I don't know, an ad out. With his exact, with make sure you get the middle initial right, so everybody can have it in their pocket <laughs> and write in your vote. Yeah, you know what though? Let me let me tell you about that. They are, uh, these are all today's vote. You're, you're, a year from now, there is no way they're going to keep them off any ballot. Okay, but if you did do, if you did do write-ins, if you gave them an out, here's the scary part of all what you said. If you give the evil people an out and go, you know what? Well, if they take them off the ballot, 
we're going to be able, you're going to all write his name in and write in. Well, people are creatures of habit too. And they're going to, you're going to have a whole section that don't, that don't write his name in it. Maybe they don't vote or whatever, but it gives the bad guys an out. You can't, you can, you know, where they're going, maybe you had someone that was going to vote and go, you know what? They can always just write them in. You know what, you know what I mean by that? It weakens the, the case, which is so strong. Of course he can be on the ballot. This is what, this is insanity. Um, but because uh, I thought of that too, I thought you know. But then I said, well, it gives the bad guys. You never want you never want to give evil an out. You want to if you got them like we have them cornered now with our with our plan to secure the elections and we're going from the bottom up and top down. Um, they've uh, they think they win all the time with the media, but they actually they're making things more and more. Um, um, Open, they're opening things up more to the public by uh, educating us more. So anyway, that's uh, that's what I feel about that. But it's a it's an idea. I mean, if it came to that, of course everybody would do that. You know, um, they're, they're, uh, his poll numbers are so high that uh, I can't. You know, that would be a Brandon. That might be another way though. I don't know what the caller. I can't think of the caller. What was the caller's name there? His name was Barry from Georgia. Hey Barry from Georgia. That might not be a bad thing though. If uh, because yeah. you'd have all right in you'd all have write in ballots, so you'd all have paper ballots. You'd have to have paper ballots. <laughs> you have to count it by, <laughs> and you'd have to count it by hand. You know that's right. Um, Thank yeah, you, Barry. Yeah. Let's go to Shauna from Colorado. Hi, Shauna. You're on with Mike Lindell. Let's go to line four, Shauna. Hi, Shauna. Line four. Hi. How are y'all doing? Good. Thank you. I I called the other night, and I was one of the last callers, but um, I was unable to make it yesterday to the polls, and I was going to try to get some footage for y'all, but unfortunately, that did not happen. But I also wanted to call and um, see if there was any way that I can help Mike out at the Reawaken Tour, because I've been to seven of the shows. I've been trying to get my daughter's story kind of out there she had a miraculous healing with a 90 percent chance of death from a from a brain cancer that um it, she was two years old and mm. she beat atrt brain cancer which is um uh, we lost another baby from um a reporter at cnn to that same type of brain cancer and i've been trying to get her testimony out and we bought a pillow from from Mike, the the Noah's Ark pillow, and my daughter just absolutely loved it. And I've taken her, her to a few of these tours, and I wanted to see if there was a way that I can help out with his booth at any of these tours because I've been putting the cost for, for traveling and going to all of these. So I was wanting to see if there was any way that I can help out with him on that. Do you do um, booths at the Reawaken Tours, Mike? Yeah, yeah, we do, but we... I know we have people that are that that's all their job is, and they're they've uh, um, when all the when Costco and everybody canceled them, so now it got squished. We have a we have a very big staff and very few shows, so right now we we wouldn't have that need. But um, I thank you and I'm, and uh, for, you know for uh, for offering. Uh, if there's other things you could uh, do, you can sure check out the uh, the Cause of America if you want to get involved uh, in you know with. Uh, with them, but the as far as the pillow boost, we have very few shows now because of what Costco did to us by canceling us, 
And uh, so everybody's kind of wrestling for the shows that we do have. And uh, so I would hate to offer anybody um, more work when, uh, when they're, uh, you know, they're, they want to work and they're, you know, so that's yeah. kind of where that's at. Thank you, Sean, thank for your you. call. Yeah, thank you. Praying for your daughter. Let's go to yeah. Chuck from Oregon, line one. Chuck, thanks for calling in tonight. You're on with Mike Lindell, Chuck. Hey, good evening, guys. Hi. Uh, I just wanted you. I just wanted you to be aware that uh, recently, in our state of Oregon, the Secretary of State's office and the governor put a piece of machinery in place through a artificial intelligence company in in uh, England, where they are monitoring, or they're going to start monitoring, all matters publicly on social media, television, or any, anywhere else that pertain to. Uh, comments about elections in Oregon. And if they are, in essence, going to be a ministry of truth to uh, whatever they determine is true or not true concerning elections, and they'll knock this off using artificial intelligence, blocking people from stating their opinions or providing facts. And then they have also set up machinery to where if they determine this is disinformation, which by their definition is deliberate, deliberately misinforming they can make criminal referrals to the federal government for mm. prosecutions mm. now last night we filed a major lawsuit against the secretary of state and the governor's office and uh we are suing them right now to basically undo this and we're going to ask for punitive damages as well it's absolutely outrageous yeah wow well you're going to ask me you're going to if you can Reach out to the offense fund at the at lindellplan.com. Maybe reach out to the cause of America. This is stuff, everybody, that we would help fund, that your dollars could help fund. This is so important. I've heard about this. I had actually heard about this, but I, I wasn't sure if it was in Oregon or where it was. You just confirmed. You guys, you can't imagine what this is. You're right. It's like the minister of truth. This is... Uh, they do this, and uh, well, I'd probably be the first one behind bars, Brandon, because uh, I'm gonna, you know me, I'm gonna keep talking uh, no matter what, and uh, uh, it's disgusting, and this needs to be stopped in its tracks. So good for you guys uh, putting up the lawsuit. Um, uh, when did they come out with this, or when did you hear? When did you first hear about it? Well, they put a bid out for contract over a year ago, and they've kept it all below wow. the public's radar. And then they solicited comments from people who wanted to provide this information for them. And they found this outfit called AI out of uh, London, I think, in, in England. But yeah, this artificial right. intelligence will be used to track all, right. uh, all comments made on social media about elections in Oregon. And if they don't like what you're saying, they'll throw it off and block it. And then if they really don't like it and they consider it disinformation, they can actually make a criminal referral to the feds and try to charge yeah. them with something. It's simply it, outrageous. It, it is. And I wonder, uh, uh, this is the same stuff, everybody, that Alan Duke, the Facebook fact checkers, only they're bringing it to a whole new level here with artificial intelligence. Um, can you imagine? And this is what I've said all along. In the age we're in, everybody, with their, we're in this age of artificial intelligence. Well, if if you don't have elections and electing the uh, people that we want in office, the people that are going to be regulating this, all the new stuff they've got coming with like this artificial intelligence and all this stuff. If you have people that are selected by the machine, by the computers, and they're the ones that are regulating artificial intelligence, you're going to cross a threshold where 
you know, you can frame people. You can do anything you want. This is actually what you're saying there. You can, what you, whatever they, is so subjective. Well, we're going to call that disinformation. We're going to try and put you in jail. This is what they, you know, they'll do this on a grand scale. And because they have the media behind it, they, uh, we'd all be doomed. And this is why this lawsuit that you're putting up there is going to be so important because that too would set a precedent. This should be about as illegal as it comes. And then once again, it's like the Facebook fact checker. You got some guy over in Belgium deciding what's true in our country. Now you're going to have someone in London making the decisions. It's disgusting. Yeah, if if you would like, if you can get, uh, give me an email address or phone number to, to, to give you the link to the lawsuit, then you can go ahead and put it up on your site. Uh, we've Absolutely. already filed it. It's, it's, uh, judge Marco Hernandez in the U.S. District Court Portland Division is the judge that's been assigned to the case. So if you want a copy okay. of it, just tell me where I can it, and then you yeah. can put it up on Brent, your site. Brandon, can you get that from him? Uh, hold him on the line. Again. Yeah, hold him, guys, get and get that case number and everything and the name of the case. Get that, well, get that, and get a, and give him an email. Where give him my email. Give him my email, guys, so him, he can send that to me, right. please. By the way, this fits also with the, with the FCC chairman coming out yesterday saying he's very much against Biden's desire to have a vote next week for the Federal Communication Commission to have the federal government uh, regulating the Internet and giving more power to the federal government to regulate the Internet. Then you combine that with Biden's executive order on October 30th related to uh, artificial intelligence. You combine that with uh, Kamala Harris coming out last week talking about her uh, administration, the administration's anti-Islamophobia act. You combine all these pieces together, and where we're headed is hate, so-called hate crime laws that then use, as the caller said, artificial intelligence to transcribe and scan everything we're seeing, everything we're doing, everything we're seeing on radio or television, and then to start censoring us. In other words, we have not seen anything yet when it comes to debanking, when it comes to social deplatforming. De what we've seen up to this point is going to look like a Sunday school picnic compared to what artificial intelligence would be able to do that would normally take millions of people to do. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, we're in a critical time in history, everybody, but we are. Um, I'll, end, I'll end with this. I'm going to tell everybody this is why. It is so important right now. We get one shot at this. It's the best time to be alive. We know what's coming. We all know what's coming. And it's beyond what you could ever even imagine. So we have to stop that. We have to stop it all. You're not going to stop all the technology, but you better stop um, what's happened to our election platforms. Because if we don't get the right people elected, then you have the evil regulating these uh um, these, all this new technology. And uh, so I'm just telling you, everybody, if you can donate at the lindellplan.com and get educated on what the plan is, and then also um, um, call the number 800-598-6747. You guys, we need help now more than any time ever. This plan where we're going to take everything we gathered yesterday, all that great information, it's going to be fed into our My Election Crime Bureau, with all the lawyers and the and the grassroots, the cause of America, all these things, we're going to say, here's what we're going to do with it. And we're going to have a plan for every single county in the United States. And we're all going to go through, you know, the count, this county might have a little bit more, be a little more ahead of this one, or, the, or, or this one might have more information that, that this one doesn't have. 
but every county will have its own sales pitch going forth to get rid of these computers in our elections, go to paper ballots, hand counted, signature required, and, uh, and we, we got to go to precinct level and, uh, and same day voting. Um, so we've got, we've got a lot of work ahead of us over the next 10 months, but we're, we're well on our way. We have all the tools, everybody. We need your help. Uh, donate to the Lindell Offense Fund and help save our country. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to, let's see, sure, Mike. Sure, Mike. I, thought that, I thought that was my ending speech. I thought we were out of time. Keep going. I got my yeah. watches on. Mike, line two. <laughs> Mike from North Carolina. Hi, Mike. Really enjoy your show and appreciate everything you guys are doing. We really do. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I just had a really simple question. Uh, you talk about the election monitoring device. Our county I want to talk to them about purchasing one of these. How, how can we buy this thing? Or well, how do right we now, well, right now, um, over the next couple months here, we, what we're trying to do is raise enough money where every single county could, could be given one. Um, and um, so we're working on that first. I really didn't want to give the media something to grab onto and go, Mike Lindell's selling these devices and all this stuff. And, but right. um so there, but there will be, if it comes to that, if we can't raise enough money, we will put them out there for sale for county by county. And, and because we're everybody, I want to make sure everybody that wants one has one because it's a great way to check to see if they've lied to us and they have lied to us. And uh, okay. so that's a great question, but we'll keep you up to date on that. And, uh, um, you know, we're going to have uh, it's so it, we, they worked out great. That's all I can say yesterday. And, and, um, and then, and uh, yeah, we'll try and get as many out as we can and as fast as we can because we know we've got there's a there's a lot more elections coming up here, everybody. That you down ticket school board elections, and you can check that out at franksocial.com, and uh, it lists every election coming up in the United States, and uh, including primaries and everything else. So, Mitch from Texas, line four. Hi, Mitch. You're on with Mike Lindell. How you doing? Yeah, good, Mitch. <clears throat> hey, uh, 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 a 30-year veteran in the military, 15 years overseas. I joined to fight the communists. Thank you and for your I service. Didn't well, I did, didn't realize the enemy was in the wire. Uh, so after I retired, um, I started working elections here in Texas. All right. We got three awesome. machines. We got three machines. The one you check in is the laptop, which is definitely connected to uh, Verizon. They got some supposed... Yep intranet they call it but i'm like if you're hitting cell phone towers it's you know it's open wow you know, anybody can hack that yep, and then yep, we got the two yep. machines that the, the, the uh, i think it's called express vote and then the tabulator you know the ds whatever yeah yeah wow. yep. um, thank you thank you i have call. no i have well i have no way to con- uh, c- confirm that that first laptop is not communicating with those other two devices right they don't well, give we do now yeah, we do now. So we will get, hopefully we get the device out to every county in the country. And uh, and you can check out more by going to uh, the Cause of America and getting on board there and uh, give us that information. We'll give you everything we have back to so you can maybe get uh, find out those things. Mm. Thank you for the call. Appreciate yeah. it. That's the Lindell Report. Be sure to support Mike by going to LindellOffenseFund.com. LindellOffenseFund.com. You can also use 1-800-598-6747. Also, MyPillow.com, promo code L77. Thanks for watching. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.
TV.